All right, everybody, I'm Logan Alec, I'm a CPA, and this is my update for Wednesday, November 18th. With stimulus, there's frankly not a whole lot to say. I mean, I can give you the recent stimulus updates in like five seconds and replay the same thing every day. I mean, it's sad, it's despicable, but it is what it is. You ready for the five second stimulus update? It goes like this. Republicans want skinny bill, hate Heroes Act. Uh, Democrats want Heroes Act, hate skinny bill, and they're not talking to each other about it. The end. This is sad, but it's exactly where we're at. Both sides have dug in. We see it every day. Pelosi says, we need the HEROES Act. Skinny bill is insufficient. Republicans say, the HEROES Act is a liberal wish list. Let's just get the skinny bill done. And they don't talk to each other. And the people suffer. According to a report released this morning, about 12 million Americans are set to lose unemployment insurance a day after Christmas. We knew this benefits cliff was coming based on the date specified in the CARES Act, but we didn't know exactly how many Americans this cliff would affect immediately. But now we know 7.3 million workers on PUA. That's the pandemic unemployment assistance for self-employed individuals. It's going away. 4.6 million who are currently benefiting from the pandemic emergency unemployment compensation. Hmm. They're losing that. That's the up to 13 week extension of unemployment benefits, right? So if your state typically previously back in the good old days had unemployment up to 26 weeks, you would actually be eligible in this case up to 39 weeks. It's ending. 4 million people. And as we've talked about, the CDC's eviction moratorium ends on December 31st. So we're going to have people who at the beginning of winter, as of 2020 wasn't bad enough, are going to have a much, much worse 2021 if nothing happens in Congress. This is terrible. So terrible. What a horrible way to end a horrible year and what a horrible way to begin a new year. And when you look at our president, whose biggest contribution to stimulus in the past few months has been tweets and when you look at Mitch McConnell, he doesn't seem to care at all. He talks about the pandemic and COVID relief in such a sterile way, like it's so far beneath him. And when you look at Nancy Pelosi, Nancy Pelosi, who will die on the hill of state and local funding. But tell me, is it for lack of state and local funding that people are going to lose their only source of income? These federally boosted unemployment benefits? Is it for lack of state and local funding that people are going to be kicked out of their homes on January 1st if Congress doesn't act? She's picked this hill to die on and acts like it's of utmost importance. And I don't want to discredit the importance of state and local government funding. But look, their shortfall is only estimated for all state and local governments nationwide at $240 billion. We can make that up after this crisis. But when we're looking at a cliff like this in five, six weeks time, and they're off next week for Thanksgiving, as well as the last two weeks of December, and there's just not a sense of urgency other than to constantly criticize the other time that the other side that we've seen the past couple of months, it's just disgusting. It really is. And plus, on top of all this, they have to get funding done before December 11th to prevent a government shutdown. To put this all in perspective, during the last recession, in the aftermath of the financial crisis of 08 and 09, Congress did not let the unemployment insurance extensions end until the end of 2013. That was five years after the crisis began in 2008. And what happened? 1.3 million Americans lost benefits at that time. And that was a crap show. Compare that to 12 million over nine times more. Are you kidding me? It's just unreal. So what's Congress doing? Well, House Democratic leadership elections are today. I don't think that anything will change. I think we'll still have Nancy Pelosi as speaker, Steny Hoyer as majority leader. Reports are that Mark Meadows is meeting with Mitch McConnell today. I'm not sure what that could mean. If this would pertain to the government shutdown and the appropriations bills and getting the government funded after December 11th, or if it pertains to stimulus or both. 
I told you yesterday that Pelosi and Schumer have said that McConnell has not spoken to them in two weeks. I showed you what McConnell had to say on the Senate floor yesterday. And yesterday, Pelosi and Schumer sent a letter to McConnell urging him to resume negotiations. They said, hey, Mitch, we like what you said after the election about stimulus being a priority when the Senate gets back. And we especially like how you said it. And we quote, it's a possibility we will do more for state and local governments. But yeah, Mitch, we haven't heard from you. Pelosi and Schumer go on to describe the COVID-19 crisis and the grand history of stimulus negotiations, and then finally end with urging Mitch to come back to the negotiating table and work with Democrats to produce an agreement that meets America's needs in this critical time, as well as the needs of state and local governments, right? Because that's their hill to die on right now. Like I said, Mitch McConnell was on the Senate floor yesterday praising the skinny bills that he put forth in September and October. And yesterday, Republican Senate leadership held a press conference in which they praised the skinny bills and criticized the Democratic Heroes Act as a wish list. What else is new? Schumer had a press conference yesterday, and guess what he did? Basically, just blamed McConnell the whole time, just like he did on Sunday. Anyway, that's all I have for you today on stimulus. I'm sorry there's no real stimulus news other than what we've been saying the past few weeks. It's mudslinging back and forth, and no one's talking to each other. But let's talk COVID-19. In terms of COVID-19, 159,508 new COVID-19 cases yesterday nationwide with 1,583 deaths. And cases are rising in many states, and that could be amplified by Thanksgiving and the holiday season coming up in general. That's the bad news. But we have more good news, more great news from Pfizer. Pfizer and a German company, BioNTech, have completed their phase three trial and now say that their vaccine is 95% effective. A little competition here, right, with Moderna. Um, but the important thing is that they say they plan to apply for FDA emergency use authorization within days. This could really be a game changer. And it's exciting. But of course, like Biden said a couple days ago, there's a difference between developing a vaccine and actually distributing that vaccine. There's a difference between a vaccine and vaccinating. But nevertheless, this is promising. Republican Senator Chuck Grassley, who is 87 years old, tested positive for coronavirus. He said he will continue to quarantine and will continue to work as he sees fit. We wish him well, of course. Also, last but not least, shame on my governor. Freaking California Governor Gavin Newsom, who just days ago said that he is pulling the emergency break on reopening. This guy has the gall to go to a birthday party for a friend in an unmasked group in a fancy French restaurant in Napa, eating side by side with others in this unmasked group. This is my governor. This is a terrible example. Shame on him for pulling a stunt like this while so many small businesses and particularly small restaurants throughout the state have shut down due to his restrictions. I'm not here to debate his restrictions, but they were what they were. And he's basically just crapped in their face. Anyway, folks, thank you so much for watching, and I will see you in the next video. Bye-bye.